What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from Otto. Hi, my name's Otto, and I am six. I live in Belize, and my What If question is, what if Mr. Eric had a surprise birthday party for Cthuncle? Bye. Oh, Otto, what a thoughtful question. Let's get some ideas what we might give Cthuncle from a listener named Lars. Hi, my name is Lars. I like dragons. My question is, what if Cthuncle managed to take over What If World? Bye, I like your show. Wow, Lars. Cthuncle is going to be very excited. Folks, many, many kids have asked pretty much the same question about Cthuncle taking over What If World. So if you're listening out there and you asked me any version of that question, I want to thank you. Now, finally, we're going to add on one patron question from May. May is seven, and she writes, What if Cthuncle had to help Robot Llama pick the right saxophone and it took them 12 years? Okay, I do not know how I'm going to fit that one in, but we're going to have fun trying. Now let's get Cthuncle in. I am already here. Oh, wow. It's weird how I didn't see a giant squidipus in my office before. I exist in all dimensions at all times. Oh, then did you already hear the surprise? No, just because I was here doesn't mean I was paying attention. Well, Cthuncle, all the kids wanted to give you a birthday present. Interesting. As a timeless being... It is always my birthday, and never my birthday. I'm getting a weird energy from you, Cthuncle, so I'm just gonna push past this. I'm sorry. Ever since I failed to take over What If World for the 14th time, I've been feeling a little down. Well then sit back, Cthuncle, and listen to this story. It's about a time where you really did take over the world. I can't really sit. I'm a writhing mass of tentacles. Yeah, but if you go crisscross applesauce? I'm afraid that could end the universe. Uh, okay, then just stand back and enjoy. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll come back with What If World's Cthuncle Carol. Our story starts in a what-if world not quite the same as the one you know today, because Jacob Molomo, an Ebenezer Cthuncle, had taken over. <laughs> Maniacal laughter. They ruled what-if world with an iron fist, or tentacle, and lava hand, until Molomo got so old that he finally returned to the earth, leaving Cthuncle to rule alone. 
<laughs> Barb Cratchit, do not share your maniacal laughter with mine. It was If Miss Eve. Some seven years later, Engathunkel was working in his drafty little office. Beside the one Clark, he hadn't scared away or eaten. Oh, Yoga-thunkle. I need you to sign off on these outrageous rent hikes for all your tenants across What If World. Yes, the perfect Eve-miss bonus to them is getting to give me even more money. <laughs> oh. Barb Cratchit. You can call me Barbara. This rent hike is hardly outrageous at all. Oh, I was just thinking. Maybe in the holiday spirit, people have had a rough year. What if we gave them a little break? <sighs> just then, a portly gentleman strode into the office. Portly? I hardly think. Oh, no, I, no I, uh, indeed I am portly. What business have you with me, portly gentleman? You know, I have a name, probably, but that's not important. What is important is that this is the season of giving. Yes, giving more power to me. Here he goes again. Yeah, you're not gonna get any donations out of this guy. It was Kathunkel's nephew, Fred. Uh, why are you all bothering me? I'd like a donation. I just want to invite you to my infamous party. I'm honestly just trying to clock out. Gotta get home to the family. It's infamous tomorrow, you know. I'll make this easy. No donations. Oh, so only a singular donation. I no, none. <laughs> Fred, I'm not coming to your party. You make all of the hors d'oeuvres with your long slimy tongue and it's gross. Says a guy with all the oozing tentacles. And Barb Cratchit. Barbara's fine. We've worked together for seven years. Which makes firing you all the sweeter. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I got off easy. No, I'm going to eat you. I shouldn't have said anything. Okay, I'm just going to go, Uncle Kotanko. So don't worry about eating anybody else. Uh, Merry Ifmas. Uh, everyone who says Merry Ifmas should be eaten by me and then used as an Ifmas decorator. No, because then that would be like in the spirit of Ifmas or something, possibly. I've got to think of a more on-brand punishment. Oh, I've got a dozen, but you just fired me, so... Uh... Forget about it. I've got an idea. Does it involve me spitting you out? No. Yes. Then save it. And Kathunkel went home. He had a giant fortress in the middle of the city of Wenden. And in the middle of that fortress was a hoard of gold and jewels and toys, all untouched. Ah, yes. My hoard of all the riches of the world is coming along nicely, I see. A good night, hoard. Good night, Kathunkel. Uh, hoard? Was that you? No, it's me, Molamo. But you were a volcano that went extinct. Now I'm a ghost of an extinct volcano. And indeed, there floated a ghostly volcano person covered in thick chains. Let me guess. Those are the chains you use to imprison those who disobey you. They were, but now they are my own chains, because I was mean. No, no. It's true, and now you're even meaner than me. Yes, I thought you'd be proud. Your last words were, 
be even meaner than I was. I know, I know, but I wasn't a very happy person, and I didn't have any friends. You and I didn't even really get along. I know. It was a beautiful unfriendship. That's not a thing. I'm going to cut to the chase. You'll be haunted by three spirits. No, I don't believe in ghosts. You're an interdimensional squidopus talking to an ethereal volcano. What's your point? Oh, whatever. Learn your lessons or suffer the same fate as me. I'm already alone, friendless, and immortal. Um, um, yeah, but I've also got these chains. Psh, I can carry a few chains. No, they're, they're itchy chains, though. <gasps> itchy chains. So itchy. But my delicate tentacles, I already moisturize twice a day. Expect the first spirit. Soon, and then the next one after that, and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. Uh, you're not actually fading away as you talk. Oh, see, it's really hard to get used to ghost powers, too. That's another bad, That's thing. Another bad thing. Okay, well, I'm just gonna go to bed, then. And Guthuncle left Molomo and his horde crawling into his canopied bed and pulling the curtains closed when a bright light shone from beyond his curtain to bed. Oh, oh, what's happening? I'm so sleepy. It is I, the ghost of Ifmis Past. Do you have any idea how late it is? I'm from Ifmis Past, where it's always earlier than now. I still think you're being rude. And the little fairy ghost Hold apart his bed curtains. Come, with but a touch of your tentacle upon my robe, we will travel back in time to your past. I don't need you to explain time travel to me. Cuthuncle grabbed the fairy's robes and... I remember this place. They were in a snowy schoolyard, and a young, excited robot llama ran up to Cuthuncle. What are you doing for the holidays? I'm just staying at the school. I'm pretty sure I'm as old as the universe, so I, I don't really have parents. Why don't you come with me and help me pick out a saxophone? Why are you showing me this memory? It took us 12 years to find that saxophone. We had to leave school and get jobs so that we could afford to continue the search. You were a very good friend, weren't you, Cuthuncle? <sighs> and they were at an old music shop. Cuthuncle and Robot Llama were closing up for the night when their boss came up to greet them. It's old Fuzzywig alive again. Oh, hello, old Fuzzywig. Merry Ifmas. Yeah, I keep telling you, it's not a wig. I'm not bald. We were just saying your name, old Fuzzywig. Oh, yeah, of course you are, and I was just playing along, knowing that I, of course, have plenty of luscious hair atop my head. What a weird thing to say. Listen, kids, you've been wonderful employees, and as in if Miss Present, I made you that saxophone. Wow. That's so generous. Yar, it's me finest work. It's seriously almost good enough. I'll put it in the maybe pile. 
You're, you're about that. You're gonna have to clear out all your old saxophones from the maybe pile in me back office. I've got to close the place down. No. Worst if as ever. Or they just keep hiking up the rent. That's horrible. We should do something. Like, take over the world. That seems like an overreaction. Maybe we could affect change on a smaller scale. But I like where your head's at. Yeah, I can introduce you to me friend Molamo. He's always talking about taking over the world and such. Wow. Do you see, Kathuncle? You used to want to help people. And those same people used to care about you. Well, thank goodness you're not showing me all the horrible things I did after that. I really wanted to, but we're just running short on time. <laughs> Come in and know me better, man. If Miss Present, you're supposed to let me get him back to the bedroom first. And a giant jolly green dragon crashed through the wall of old Fuzzywig's shop as the ghost of If Miss Pass disappeared, floating away like twinkling stardust. If Miss Present, why did you burst through the wall after inviting me in? I don't know. I'm very impulsive. Let's go get smoothies. I don't want a smoothie. No, it's fine. I know a great place. <sighs> Climb on my back. I will fly us there. You know, I can fly on my own. And the ghost of If Miss Present picked up Kathunkle and burst through the ceiling of Old Fuzzywig Shop. Will Lebanese Kathunkle change his ways? Will he ever spit out the portly gentleman? Let's hope so. Will Robot Llama ever find the right saxophone? We'll find out next week with a brand new episode. Next week? I know, Kathunkle, but look on the bright side. I prefer the dark side. Well, as a timeless being, it'll still be your birthday next week. And not my birthday. Yeah, uh, that's confusing. But I hope you enjoyed the first half of your story. I can't wait to hear how I finally defeat these ghosts. Yeah, it could happen. Folks at home, I am always grateful for a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you want ad-free episodes, a shout-out for your kids, a better chance of getting your questions answered, and more, check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. All right, see you, Kathunkle. Now it's shout-out time. Our first shout-out is for Vahan, five years old from Auckland, New Zealand. He loves Star Wars, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and his sister, Janvi, who's three years old and loves the sun and owls. Then there's Sam, who's almost eight. He loves karate and Mario games, and he's from Denton, Texas. And don't forget Eliza, a.k.a. the bear, age five. And her little brother Gus. She likes reading books and doing artwork. And she's from Washington, D.C. Finally, Zachamedes here to conjure a shout out for Veruca. I've enchanted the next egg or egg-based product you eat to be extra delicious. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, our co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who aren't just generous every now and then, but try to treat others fairly year-round. Until we meet again, keep wondering. <laughs>